Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 193 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So I get to have my friend, John Golden from Sales Pub. Welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what an introduction. You know, the best. Well, I hope I live up to this, uh, to this billing. <laughs> I'm sure of it. So what I love about your personality, John, is that you are so positive and you have a really great CRM that also backs up our entrepreneurs being able to serve more people. Uh, so with that in mind, could you tell us, like, this, this could be, you know, the very first time that someone is getting to see you, hear you, learn about what you do in the world. And so with that in mind, if you could tell us in your own words, what it is you do, uh, and especially what are the three things that you're known for? Yeah, I, I, so, so what I do today is I'm, today I'm the Chief Marketing Strategy Officer with Pipeliner CRM, and I'm also the the editor-in-chief uh, or executive editor of Sales Pop Online Sales Magazine, where I do the podcast uh, that I was delighted to have Sensei Victoria on. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so to be honest, I'm, I'm known for for business strategy, for marketing yeah, and for sales. I, I was fortunate earlier in my career I ran, I was CEO of a couple of, of companies. Uh, one was an international sales training consultancy, Hothwaite Spin Selling, the Neil Rackham book. So uh, that gave me a great background and grounding. It also, I was fortunate to work for a parent company that owned all of these businesses, but they allowed you, this, this, this is an entrepreneur's dream in some ways, right? They allowed you to run the business as your own. But but you did but you had their backing you know so but but you had to deliver right um, uh, and so that was a great grounding and after that then I started my own management consulting business and one of my larger customers was uh, Nicholas Kimler who had uh, started Pipeliner CRM he'd moved over from Austria to the states we started collaborating it was going great and he then he asked me come on come partner with me and and that's kind of where I ended up today uh, I've worked at uh, I've worked at startup companies I worked in Silicon Valley during the dot-com I'm, I'm originally Irish and that's where I ended up uh, I came to Silicon Valley in the mid 90s I, I, I moved over there and uh, you know that was a bit of a wild introduction I have to say to to the states because that was a as we know that was a bubble <laughs> and uh, so over the years i think uh, yeah i like to look i like to look at myself as having a lot of experience in different areas and that i think is the essence of if you're going to start or run your own business you need to have at least a good foundation in each of those in in business strategy in general in sales and in marketing uh, you don't have to be you don't have to be a super expert at all of them but you do need some kind of grounding in those a hundred percent so like what i've found is that a lot of people um who so we've been in the game for a while like i'm entering year 12 right now uh, being a business owner and when, when I speak to people who, especially now during the, they're, they're calling it the great resignation, more and more 
COVID are considering entering into entrepreneurship or if they've had like a side hustle going they're they're um, growing things more. But what they do is they'll, they'll learn more maybe about marketing or the advertising side, but not really understanding the sales and the strategic that it's okay. I've hung my shingle, right? Or I've that means money. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the hardest thing, and this is this is always my advice to to anybody who who is starting a business or or even somebody working in a business, is that the unfortunate reality, and you can probably attest to this as well. The unfortunate reality is things generally take longer than you would like, and, and therefore you have to be a little bit. You have to be very optimistic, but you've got to be a little bit conservative in your planning. So if you say, well, I have six months of capital to get me through this, right? Uh, you've got to ask yourself, is six months enough? Maybe you need a year, a year's worth. The other part is, and I think this is a trap that a lot of people fall into, especially if you're a solopreneur. And, you know, and I operated as, a, as you know, my own management consultant, uh, consultancy business for a, for a time. The problem is that a lot of people overlook the fact maybe maybe i get a few clients right so oh i've got revenue i'm feeling good but maybe you don't pay me you don't pay me for 30 days maybe you don't pay me for 60 days maybe you're a big company and you just go yeah i'll pay you in 90 days i don't care about you so you got revenue on the books but you got no cash flow and that is the thing i think that trips up a ton of people is they don't they don't plan enough capital to get them through and they they're overly optimistic about when that money's not only when they're going to generate revenue but they overlook the fact that generating revenue and getting getting cash to come in are two different things and and they don't always they don't happen simultaneously so that would be my my first my first piece of advice would be you know be a little bit more conservative that doesn't mean to don't dampen down your enthusiasm don't dampen down your belief but just be pragmatic and realistic and hey if you don't need that extra capital well that's fantastic but it's a lot better sitting there in six months or eight months going well okay i don't really need all that money i set aside it's a lot better than sitting there after six months and going okay i'm running out of money i do see i have I have revenue but i don't have cash flow yeah it's a huge difference and we'll see people reporting their figures of like oh i made this much blah 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 but it's the revenue it's not <laughs> yeah, it is and and like i said the 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 other thing is just it's just be honest just be realistic like everything takes longer and and i've experienced this and i know lots of people have experienced this and it's super super frustrating at times but you also have to be you also have to be kind to yourself and realize that it's you know it's it's a tough road you're starting on it's a very rewarding road but it can be a, it can be extremely hard road so don't put yourself under unnecessary pressure mm -hmm. that's the key that's the key and especially in this kind of line of work right being, yeah. being an entrepreneur the paycheck is coming from your level of product yeah yeah and the other thing that you rightly you rightly pointed out is that uh if you're not, if you don't have a sales background right uh, or uh, or not an extensive one 
um, you have to realize that there's a couple of traps that that's, that you can fall into. And, and many salespeople, successful salespeople even sometimes fall into that trap. And that is, you know, you go, you work really hard to find the prospect, you nurture it, you land them. Then you have to deliver whatever product or service it is. And you get so wrapped up because you want to really please, which is a great thing. You get so wrapped up in the delivery side that you forget about the prospecting side or you don't do as much. And therefore you get the classic peaks and valleys. And um, and that also can can quickly bite people as they suddenly go, oh, it's great. And I've got this customer. And then that customer, that project ends and you realize I don't have anything in the pipeline. I've got to start again. So now I have a gap between you know, delivering for my last customer and generating a new one. So again, you're in that peaks and valleys and you're in again, then having to kind of finance yourself or whatever it is. So that you have to be disciplined about always building. But if there's one thing I would say is like always build pipeline, even even if your pipeline looks robust, just keep building it because you just never know how much of it's going to fall out, etc. But it will if you if you just throw yourself too much onto the delivery side uh, at the exclusion of the prospecting side, yeah, you'll have those peaks and valleys. A hundred percent. And especially like this is I'm so glad that you're saying this, John, because especially for creative types, like a creative type person, they'll be the the one that's drawn to the entrepreneurial lifestyle. And you'll want to reinvent the wheel. You'll mm-hmm. want to create um, you'll want to kind of fly by the seat of your pants because maybe in uh, your former life that might have made you look extraordinary or um, maybe the, the monotony and the steadiness of uh, employment, right, as opposed to being self-employed, that monotony has like spiked your your curiosity or your desire to create and innovate. But what I'm hearing you say, John, is that really um, being able to take that creative spirit to instead create pipelines so that that removes that feast or famine is that right yeah you know absolutely and look on and look on sales as a creative pursuit don't look on it because let's face it a lot of people come to sales with some inherent biases already built in and it's and it's understandable we've all had terrible we've all been on the receiving end of terrible sales experiences um but we've also been bombarded over the years with negative stereotypes of of salespeople like pretty much any movie that's ever been made about salespeople has has been you know they're sharks and they're you know unethical and all this kind of stuff so we have an in we have an inbuilt bias and a kind of reluctance because we don't want to be seen as as a salesperson and and actually i'll tell you an interesting thing <laughs> victoria is when when i was running the sales consultancy some you know many years back the amount of big companies now big global companies we did we worked with um sometimes they'd say oh yeah we don't call our salespeople salespeople like oh okay that's fine what do you call them and they'd say oh we call them you know <laughs> associate manager whatever you know they'd make up these ridiculous times and i'd always go yeah that's fine i said but you do know the person that they're talking to knows they're a salesperson so you're not actually fooling anyone and and i would say like embrace it because to sell is to serve that's the that's what it is i mean at the end of the day you're trying to help sell up serve you're trying to help solve a problem and serve that person and if your product or service is not going to help them then you should move on but if you come from the point of view of 
I'm here to help you, I'm here to serve you. Um, this is uh, once you go through a discovery process, here's how my product or service can help you. That's a wonderful thing. You're solving a problem. What, what's, you know, isn't that the greatest thing? A hundred percent. And this is, well, I'm so glad that you brought that like misconception up. Like, there's so much patterning around seeing sales me or salespeople are going to try and get uh, like bait and switch you and that types of stuff. Whereas I think of how one of my mentors, Myron Golden said, like, if you have clothes on your back, you need to go thank a salesperson. If you have a computer, if you have a cell phone, if you have like if, if you have anything in your house that you are enjoying, you should go thank a salesperson. Like you've been you've been served. And like to, well, I'm I'm curious, John, like was there something that happened in particular that helped you to really make that switch from seeing um sales in a certain light to seeing it as service? Was there or was there um I don't know that there's a particular thing. I think it's probably more down to particular people because what I was going to say to you there is um, I'm all, I'm I'm big on modeling behavior, and I think this is a lesson that uh, uh, people in the world in general could learn right now is that uh, you don't you don't uh, you don't teach somebody or you don't persuade somebody by shouting at them and telling them they're stupid, right? What you do, because let's face it, I mean, if somebody shouts and tells you you're stupid, you're, you've stopped listening to them. Um, so what you tend to do is you tend to look at how people behave and then you go, hmm, I, I like the way Victoria carries herself. I like the way she approaches these things. I'm going to start adopting some of that behavior. And I think that's what with me, I think, especially when I moved over from Ireland to the States and we were at a very successful dot com at the time. Uh, probably more successful than it deserved to be, but that was the dot-com era. <laughs> um, but coming across people who were 30, you know, 20, 30 years sales veterans and going out on sales calls with them. I used to do, at that time, I used to do a lot of you know, product demos for the salespeople. So I'd go to clients with them. And it, it was a it was a bit of a baptism of fire, but it was fantastic because I see how these people operate. And suddenly, I mean, that changed my whole perception in many ways of sales when I just saw these people that they were they were so experienced, but they 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 the way they approach things, they plan them out, the way they engaged with their prospects or customers, the way they built rapport. Uh, it was just it was amazing. That's the, that's probably the first time I went, wow, I mean, this is a serious skill set, uh, you know, to, to learn and develop. Oh, I love it. Yeah. There's nothing better than immersion and experiencing it first. And I remember like the first time that I, I really got to sit down, like uh, a great friend of mine, Nico, sat me down and walked me through all of like sales psychology and just and modeling it I'm, it's an awakening experience because you get to see it firsthand as opposed to the hearsay the misconceptions it's it's an awakening that you can have of sales really is service and it's an art it's an art yeah. form that can learn yeah that, that, it's an art and and it's a science i mean there, there are methodologies you can you can follow that are, are there for good reason um i think the i think the other part too is as you touched on this a few moments ago as i wrote it down you mentioned mentor your mentor right and i think that's the other 
absolutely critical thing is uh, it doesn't matter what kind of business or whatever you're starting. Does uh, somebody who's done something similar and being successful at it? Uh, you got to reach out to mentors because if you just try to go it alone, you're going to make unnecessary errors. Uh, you're going to uh, you know trip over things that you don't need to trip over. But I think most of all, uh, and I think you'll agree, is especially if you're a solopreneur, it's very lonely. It's a very lonely journey. So if you don't reach out, get have some mentors. You know, people who are people whose only investment is in your success. Um, that is critical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the fertile soil. Like it can really you can get dried out emotionally, energetically, serving others and trying to make a dollar out of fifteen <laughs> like that. Yeah. And it, but at the same time, to have those people who infuse them with infuse you with their nutrients of wisdom, their best practices, their mindset, their behavioral patterns, how to carry themselves. Right. And there's there's also um, for for those of us um, and, and I'm sure you'll agree with me as well in this, John, that there's nourishment in being able to pour into others and to mentor. Oh, so yeah. That, yeah. When we come to a certain point of like, OK, doing, you know, continuing, continuing to grow, managing your team, et cetera. But when you have someone who is like an up and coming entrepreneur who has a problem that they want to solve, it's isn't it just so enriching to get to the world? I, I think I, I, I'm, that's beautiful. I'm glad you raised that because that, that really is the essence of when you have a, long, a lot of experience like you do or like I've been fortunate to amass over the years, um, you, you're, I feel you're kind of duty bound to share that and give that back and, and, and you know, help, as you said, you know, help people on the journey because it's like, it's like with your, you know, your parents wanted a better life for you. You want a better life for your kids. I mean, you kind of should adopt that attitude to the people like, yeah, you know, I've done this, this person's trying to do that. Well, I want to make, I want them to even be even more successful. But I, I, I do think, I, I think there's a, there, there, it is something, it's a duty, I think, to give back. If you, if you, if the, if the universe has been kind to you and given you some success, it's time that you shared. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's like, you give from the overflow, right? And that keeps the abundance going. And, you know, on this podcast and the Journeypreneur podcast, I not only uh, put this together to celebrate all of the wonderful connections that I have like you, but also to inspire our entrepreneurs who, whatever level, whether you're just trying to make it, get it off the ground in the first place, especially for our entrepreneurs, three to five year span of like, I'm just trying to keep going and stabilize. And it, like you said, John, it can get really lonely and challenging and sometimes you know there's especially if you're in sales sales is also very like it takes a lot of energy it takes yep. a lot of energy uh, as well as like the science of it and, and making sure you have the structure behind you but it takes energy it's a transfer of enthusiasm and yeah. so for for those of us who are listening in just on behalf of my listeners who maybe they're they might feel like maybe i should throw in the towel like it's a challenging um, moment that they're facing. Do you have any words of wisdom or advice for them? Yeah, I, I do. And uh, I, I, I always come back to this, uh, this story about, or this thing about Chuck Norris, 
we all know Chuck Norris, right? And and Chuck Norris uh, has a charity for for disadvantaged kids, right? And and he, and he works with them, and he always says when when one of those kids is about to quit, he always says or he he says to them, "How would you feel if you knew this was the last obstacle before your success and you quit? How would you feel?" And of course they say, well, I feel terrible. Say, okay, well, let's keep going. And it's kind of, it's kind of like that. Yes, obviously there are times when if everything is going, you're running out of money and you can't keep it going and it's not, and it's not working fine. Um, but generally speaking, we all, we all hit troughs. We all hit the, those, those times when everything is on top of us and we just feel like this isn't working. And that's why I would always come back to that then go, you know, but I wonder what's, on the other side of this, I may feel like everything is against me now, but I just wonder what's on the other side of this and just keep going. And the other thing I think too is, and that's where mentors or external people really come in into play is, because sometimes, I guess it's like therapy. It's sometimes if you go and you talk to somebody else, you externalize what's going on, you may discover that the problems, the perceived problems you're having actually aren't as big as you thought. And then you can actually cut them down to size and say, okay, let's address, let's address the most critical ones right now. And let's not worry about the rest of it. Cause I think that's, I think that's the problem is often today is like, we, we just raise everything to the same level, right? Everything is the same level of importance. And obviously if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. So then you're overwhelmed. So I think taking a step back and just addressing things, you know, uh, slicing the elephant, I don't really like that phrase, but you know, who wants to slice elephants but you know what i mean <laughs> um but you know a piece at a time but i think that's number one is when you feel like quitting just ask yourself you know ask yourself the chuck norris question how would you feel if this was the last obstacle between you and success uh and second off reach out to people your mentors or whatever and have a conversation because i guarantee you they've all been in the same place and probably more than more than one time and, and then also just look at what are the things that are getting on top of you and just say, you know, am I building them up into being too much? Is this actually that critical? Yes, this is critical, but is that thing maybe not so much? So again, as I say, um, you know, take, take a step back. And, and here's one other thing I would really, really advise people. We live in a strange world today, and I'm sure you hear this all the time. I'm busier than I've ever been. I'm overwhelmed. And I always go, really, are you or are you more distracted than you've ever been? Because let's face it, you have your phone popping up. You have this popping up. You've got that. You've got everything. And you go, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm too busy. Well, you're not if you stop looking at all that stuff, you know, and you prioritize. Uh, you know. And the same thing is when you get up in the morning, don't 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 open up your news apps immediately. Right because the news isn't there to inform you it's there to provoke you and therefore immediately you're in a kind of strange frame of mind you know you're riled up you know and it doesn't matter where you're on the political spectrum your your news is there to rile you up right second off is like social media it's maybe that's not a great way to start your day either because i i you know gone to social media and i see you know victoria's on this great vacation or she's standing beside a lamborghini and i'm going oh she's doing so much better than me yeah and like and so already my day is shot because i'm in a bad frame of mind so i think i think how you show up every day is really really important mindset's really really important and that's completely in your control there's no external factors at play here that's completely within your own control 
A hundred percent. Mindset is everything. Mindset governs our energy and our energy governs the actions that we take. So protecting our energy is protecting our mindset. And I, John, like you are making it rain golden nuggets. I swear, I'm like, I need to, like, I can't wait for the recording because I need to go back and take notes. Um, on, like, such a powerful um, process, by the way, that you laid out right there for how to really bring um, that throw-in-the-towel moment. And I was like, wait a minute, you may be unknowingly contributing to that exhaustion, that overwhelm, that busyness, that too busyness, Um that you're experiencing, like bringing that bit of awareness so powerful. Yeah. And, the and the last thing I would just say is look after yourself because uh, sure, if you just feel like, you know, taking breaks all the time because you're kind of, you know, because you just want to and you're lazy or whatever that, you know, okay, that's not good. But at the same time, you need to, you do need to take breaks. You need to separate. You also need to shut, shut everything out. You need to be with yourself. You need to, and those are things that are almost counterculture today because everybody's like, oh, I am, I'm, I am, I'm taking a break. I'm being with myself. And you're saying, well, you're not, you're group texting or something. You know, that's not being with yourself. Um, but really take care of yourself and separate um on a regular basis, like separate, even if it's only for a half hour, an hour or whatever, but just separate everything and clear your mind because I think we're burning ourselves out unnecessarily because we don't know how to be with ourselves anymore. Oh my gosh. So well said. So well said. I'm like, you're taking me to church, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my father be proud. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I'm so happy um, that I get to have you as a as a guest on the podcast with so much resonance, and it's just such an honor and a pleasure um, to get to celebrate you. And with that in mind, John, where like I know there are people listening in and saying, "I love energy, everything about them," and most people celebrate. So where are we going to celebrate? Um, yeah, so there's two places. So one would be salespop.net. I would really encourage you to go there. You will see Sensei Victoria there as well, uh, as well as many, many other people. I think we're coming up on a thousand uh, video interviews. We've got uh, blog posts, ebooks. We've got a, a plethora of, of great information, not just on sales, but marketing, leadership, entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. Uh, and I would really encourage you to go there and subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel um, or the, the uh, podcast, wherever you like to go. And second off, uh, pipelinersales.com, you know, check out the, our CRM system. So those are the two places I would really encourage you to go. And also, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Please reach out to me, connect with me. I'm always happy to connect with people. And don't don't be afraid to ask for advice or help if i can give it to you i'll give it to you if i can't i i'll tell you i can't mm -hmm. this is the best policy so let's yeah. but don't but one thing don't connect with me on linkedin and send me a really lovely message and the minute i click on it um i get the automated email trying to sell me something please don't do that to me <laughs> Okay, that is, that's the sign of someone who is a sales industry OG. And by the way, real people, please. 
Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I, I really, really, really don't like, um, I try not to use the word hate, but I really dislike intensely that automated feature that LinkedIn brought in where, you know, you, you click on a, on a connection and immediately pops up an automatic email. It's, 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 I find it very irritating. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that for anyone that's listening that's a no don't yeah, yeah because what you've just done is you send me a nice personal connection and makes me feel like oh okay this person actually you know wants to connect and has looked into me and everything and then two seconds later you undermine it with this with this stock email which blah, 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 blah. so there you go So real people only, please. This is high quality, high touch interaction. Check out salespop.net and pipelinercrm.com. Everyone, John, everything you say is golden. Thank you. Listen, thank you. Thank you for having me today. Uh, and I love Sensei because I'm, I'm a martial artist. So I love the fact that you pick Sensei. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks for coming. Yay. Right. Uh, <laughs> we'll turn it over now to our listeners. If anyone, if you're listening in and this is your first time, don't be shy. Hit subscribe on iTunes so that you can get the notifications first every time one of these episodes is indicated. While you're there, leave a five-star review. This is episode 193 in the comments there. Tell us what did John Golden say that, ooh, he dropped another golden nugget. Drop it in the comments below. I would love to hear. I love reading everyone's stories. Big hugs and love. We're going to end this podcast the same way we do every time. Please remember to enjoy the journey. You do not have to lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone.